Okay, it's been 50 years since the Chiefs went to the Super Bowl. Could 2020 be our year? Well, we're going to find out in the AFC Championship game. You're used to seeing us on the evening news. This conversation is different. I'm Haley Harrison. Lynn Jennings joining me now to talk all things Chiefs. Before we really get into it, I want to go back to Sunday's game, the divisional game. Yeah. Have you, in all your years of covering sports, ever seen a game like that? I imagine they're not very common. No, I mean, the only one that we were talking about a lot, I mean, there have been a bunch of great comebacks, and there was one that was years ago between the, um, actually it was the Houston Oilers versus the Buffalo Bills, and it's the largest comeback in playoff history in that game. Frank Reich was the quarterback for the Bills, and um, uh, the Oilers uh, was I think Warren Moon, and so it was. That was the greatest comeback when you watch the Bills come back from the game. I think they were down thirty-eight to three, uh, and, and the Bills were able to come back. And they probably had a little bit shorter amount of time than the Chiefs did to come back. And I just remember watching that game, thinking to myself, everything the Bills had to do from here on out, they had to do it perfectly to in order to win this game, because it was a blowout, and 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 the Bills did it. Everything kind of went their way, and you, I saw the same thing happening with the Chiefs. First off, I think the Chiefs shot themselves in the foot. They were, uh, we were, Karen and I were talking that going into the game. Now, we were talking more specifically about penalties, but if the Chiefs were going to win this, they just couldn't do anything that was going to hurt themselves. They were doing everything they could to hurt themselves, making the Texans look better than they were. And, and then there was that point where when they were down 24 nothing, I remember thinking to myself, the Chiefs have to do everything they possibly could do perfectly from here on out. Uh-huh if they have a chance to win this game. The same thing I thought 20, 30 years ago, whenever that game was, uh, uh, that Bills had to do to come back in that game. And so that was, um, so, and, and you're watching it. I mean, I'm, you know, and, and I was here at the studio, uh-huh. but I probably would have been kicked out of the press box for jumping out of my seat and cheering if I was in the Chiefs press box. If Is I was acting upon? to say, that's very frowned upon in, in all press boxes. But what was what I was, but I was able to jump up and, and I, I can't believe what I'm watching here because everything just you know and I think the Chiefs were creating those opportunities. I mean they finally you know were, were they were they, I don't know what it was jitters I don't know what it was how, why they started I think they, it wasn't they they weren't prepared they may have been too prepared if that makes sense sure and I think that they just couldn't get out of their own way. What do you think happened in that moment from based on what we've you've heard from the coach, based on what you've heard from Patrick, based on what you saw unfolding? Everything that we hear from the players and, and the coaches, I think it was just kind of just they didn't really dwell on what was going wrong. They dwelled on how they were able to turn things around. And I think Patrick Mahomes um, kind of lit the spark on the bench. There was video of him kind of you know getting into his players and turning things around and I think when you have a leader like that it's um it, I think that was huge uh for those guys to hear what he had to say and able to turn things around um as I was watching the game I think for me it was uh McCall Hardman who's a rookie uh, for the Chiefs and uh, he's a pro bowler this year and he was um a kick return and he returned it about 60 yards after the Texans scored the field goal so they went up 24 nothing and you're thinking the Chiefs need to do something. And then as soon as – because that stadium, you could tell over the TV and everyone that you talked to that was there, it was quiet. You Somber. Actually, you heard boos. People were <gasps> booing the Chiefs when they were dropping passes and, and all those things, which you just – you don't hear that, you know, at Arrowhead. And so when McCole Hartman returned that kick, about, I think it was 58 yards, get, got into the Chiefs zone or into the, deep into a, a, the Texans' territory, uh, the crowd erupted. And I really think that special teams did a lot 
to turn this that game around. I think that they were, you know, they kind of did something, and then you, you know, you almost you, you can't when you see a big play like that, you got to put it up on yourself. Like, okay, I don't want to be the one that makes mistake now that we've already made. I mean, Travis Kelsey had a drop pass. Demarcus Robinson had a drop pass. Tyreek Hill had a fumble. I mean, so many things were going wrong for those guys. And after that, it just seemed like everything started going right. But I think these guys were creating those things uh, to go right. So looking ahead to the AFC Championship yeah. game, before we can talk about that, we got to talk about the game with the Titans back in November. Right. And um, what went wrong for the Chiefs there? You know, you look at that game, it was almost – the thing that went wrong was a guy by the name of Derrick Henry the running back for the Tennessee <laughs> Titans. And I think that, you know, because if you look if you look at the game itself, uh, now they, they had a fumble that was returned for a touchdown. I think that was Damian Williams who fumbled it, and uh, that was returned for a touchdown. Uh, but if you look at Patrick Mahomes, because Patrick Mahomes had been struggling with injuries and the kneecap and, and his ankle, in that game he threw for like 450 yards and had three touchdown passes. When you see that on the stat line, you're like, oh, I wonder how much the Chiefs won by that game. Right. And then you look at it and you're like, they lost? What happened? And then you see Derrick Henry, Henry rush for like 190 yards in that game. 188 yards, 23 carries for 188 yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, they just couldn't stop him. And that was the problem for the Chiefs. All the way up until that point was stopping the run. They couldn't. They didn't know how to stop running backs, and and two things happened. There was, actually, there's a few things that happened. You know, first off, that was the last game the Chiefs have lost was against the Tennessee Titans. They went on to win six games to wrap up the regular season, and then they just won last success, seven wins in a row. And so they really kind of the, the defense started to really gel uh, from that point on. And uh, but for the Titans, they had a change at quarterback, Ryan Tannehill took over for Marcus Mariota, and ever since the Titans made that move, they became a different team. Mm. So that was right about when Tannehill was kind of taking over uh, for the Titans. And the Titans have been playing, you know, some of the best football since that time, just like the Chiefs have been playing this the, the, the best football since that time a week later. You know, and, and so those are two of the, I mean, two of the better teams in the AFC. Uh, because they beat the, you know, the Chiefs went to New England and beat the Patriots. The Titans went to New England and beat the Patriots. And that was in the, the playoffs. And so, um, you know, so they were, the Titans have been playing, you know, phenomenal football ever since that point. So it's a scary game that's, that's coming up on, on Sunday. I think the great thing about it is that it's at Arrowhead. That is working to their advantage, for yep, sure. Absolutely, yeah. So what else needs to happen for the Chiefs on Sunday? You know, I, you, know you, you, you almost want to be, you, know, you have to, well, I think, and I'm looking, and I said this, the same thing last week, I kind of feel like the Chiefs, leading up to last week's game, they've been playing some of the best balanced football uh, in the past six weeks than they have for in a long time. And the best balanced football, I mean, their offense have been playing really well, their defense has been playing really well, and their special teams have been playing really well. And they've all been playing well at a high level. Now, I know special teams have been kind of up and down, but special teams have had some big plays. McCole Hartman had a 106-yard uh, kick return one of the final games of the season. So there's some special teams, and the special teams really showed up last Sunday. So, you know, the, the, the simple answer to that is if the Chiefs keep doing what they're doing, they, they should win. You know, let's eliminate that first quarter but uh, <laughs> last week. But, but I think if they, they keep doing what they're doing um, – they, they should get a win because I think, you know, and you look at the easy answer. It's like, well, stopping Derrick Henry. But Ryan Tannehill is has kind of like, I mean, he just, I mean, he was a, 
he was a joke of a quarterback at the Miami Dolphins. And all of a sudden, his career has just all of a sudden took huh. off. And it's like Nick Foles for the Eagles. And we all saw what Nick Foles did for the he, Nick Foles was a backup here in Kansas City. Uh-huh. Went to go be a backup in Philadelphia. Took over for the injured Carson Wentz and led the Eagles <laughs> to a Super Bowl championship. Yeah. So this is kind of like Ryan Tannehill with the exception he didn't take over for an injured quarterback. He took over for a bad quarterback. And all of a sudden, he's playing like the best football in his life and uh-huh. and that's dangerous you know so um you know so the, like i said like what do the chiefs have to do it's like yeah you can say stopping derrick henry i just think if they keep sticking to what they're doing and doing it well because you see the defense is getting better you know i mean that's going to give them the best chance to win this game you talk about derrick henry and on, on twitter i had seen Pre- pete prisco said uh, he had asked some chiefs players what was it like to tackle Derrick Henry? And Tyron Matthews said he thought he was going to break his jaw. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, he's huge. I mean, if Derrick Henry's like could be a linebacker for most NFL teams, if you ever see him, because he's just he's just a truck when he's running, and he's hard. You know, he was that way when he was in college, and he was just a, such a big um, uh, running back. So when you see him, he doesn't look like a running back. You're like, oh, you're tight end or defensive end or running a linebacker. Like, no, I'm the running back. You know, so you see him standing next to like. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Darwin Thompson, who plays for the Chiefs, the rookie. Uh, I mean, Darwin Thompson doesn't look like he, you know, he's 5'10 and weighs like 180 pounds. I mean, he, I'm not sure that's what his stats are, but next to Derrick Henry, I'm sure yeah. he looked like his little cousin or something like that. <laughs> but Derrick Henry's a big guy. Yeah, he's tough to stop. Yeah. So they've got their work cut out for them, no doubt. Mm-hmm. How do um, – how do, what, what, what is Chiefs Reed's uh, – approach to preparing them mentally for a big game like this especially something where it's the afc championship we are back in this game for the second year in a row and the pressure whether they feel it or not or he lets them feel it or not it's got to be there i think with andy reed i think he kind of almost is um and i think he would even say this yeah he he almost kind of puts that on the players they know how big a game it is they know it's on the line most of these guys played in the afc championship game last year when they lost against the Patriots, they all have that bitter taste in their mouths. Um, I think they all, you know, uh, you know, and I'm sure there's probably something where he thinks that there's maybe some guys can kind of get out of line or get crazy, but, but whatever Reed is doing, I, I think it's worked. I mean, if, and I'll take an example of Travis Kelsey. Uh, Travis Kelsey is one of the best tight ends in the NFL, um, if not the best tight end in the NFL. And you saw with Travis Kelsey a couple seasons ago where his maturity was um, mm, very questionable at the time because it just he got penalties, just bad penalties in, in game and game and game. And Coach Reed kept asking over and over again, "How are you going to do? You know, how are you going to, you know, corral this guy in and, and and try to reach him?" And you know, you never really got much of an answer from Andy Reed about, it, but you almost kind of felt like, you know, that stern father figure mm-hmm. that you kind of look like, I don't think I'm doing something wrong. You know what I mean? If you kind of, you look, I think my dad was kind of that way. Like my dad look, called it disappointment. Yeah. It was, <laughs> but you kind of, you kind of look and he, you know, and I think that you kind of get that almost that respect. Like, you know, it's like, listen, I understand what you're doing. You're having fun, but you can't do that here. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think also, uh, let me add to that, uh, bringing Patrick Mahomes helped Travis Kelsey out a lot. How? I, I think of the maturity level of such a young Patrick Mahomes, a young kid who's just uh, a mature beyond his years. I think that helped Travis Kelsey. And I think that and when you when you kind of reach, uh, I don't want to call him the bad egg, but if you, when you kind of reach the, the unreachable one in the sure. locker room, I think everyone else sees that. And I think those two have like, a, they have a great connection. 
when other players see that, I think they just feed off that each other. And I think that's, I think that's huge. I mean, I think that's absolutely huge. And I think that's why, you know, not to say that head coach Andy Reid has an easy job, but I think having Patrick Mahomes there, it just, it just helps him do his job better. Do you think Kansas City is prepared for what will happen if we win or if we lose? I'm not sure. Gosh, you know, you have to kind of go back to the Royals, you know, you know what I'm saying? And I, from what I understand, we already have the parade. The date of the parade has already been set. Uh, I think it's going to be on the uh, February 4th, that Tuesday. Uh, If we win the Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, I think I was told, like, uh, I couldn't take that day off of work. If I'm in Miami coming back, because the parade's going to be that day, I said, duly noted. So (laughs) I I think that um, it was just, you know, it was kind of one of those things where um, with the the Royals, you know, back in in 2014 in, in, in sweeping themselves all the way into the World Series and then losing the heartbreaker against Mm. the Giants, I think everyone... I think everyone in that stadium or everyone in Kansas City at that time kind of felt like we'll be back. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to be this is it stinks that they lost, but man, these guys were fun to watch and it was a great season and I think people kind of took it for what it's worth with with the Royals that year and then lo and behold the next year they go on and win the World Series and and Kansas City just like this was the best city in the world and I'm sure you you felt like the the same way where everyone was just in a phenomenal mood like everyone was in a great mood yeah what a that time. time you know yeah. and i kind of get the feeling that a little bit different here because it's like they play a game and you have to wait a week you know until the next <laughs> game as opposed to in baseball you get to wait the next night or two nights later but i think that you know here you i kind of get the same feeling that if you know if the chiefs make it to the super bowl i think that is a victory in itself because it'll be the first time they played in the super bowl since uh, 1970 when they yep. won it in, in, in Super Bowl four in New Orleans and I think that um, you know I think and I think I, I think there's still kind of like that's not enough we still want to win it we still want to win it but I think when you have a franchise quarterback like Patrick Mahomes and most of these guys going to be back on this team next year like I think that window is still going to be open for a few more years to, to get back yeah. and win it yeah and I think that that's you know so it's it's um, but I think but but I think the people in Kansas City are are, are uh, I don't know what to use the word kind of impatient just kind of almost like it's our time we we need to be in the right. Super Bowl we have to be there and and I think like I, like I think losing this AFC Championship game I think probably may hurt people more than losing the Super Bowl you know what yeah. I mean because I think it's just like ah oh, it's like dang it so we we're just we're just so so close so close you know and then you know I mean we we're so close last year when we lost to the Patriots and. And then, you know, the year before, well, we lost the year before, we lost to the Titans in the mm-hmm. wild card game. And then, you know, in the year before, you know, we lost that, it was, it was, a, nine, it was like a like a low-scoring game against the Steelers, just just one step away from the AFC Championship that game. So we've been, especially in the past, since head coach Andy Reid's been here, this team has, you know, has it's already done things that they haven't done the prior 20 years, and that was like win playoff games and hosting playoff games and winning playoff games right. at home. And so now it's like, okay, we, we, we've loved this for the past few years. You know, this team needs to get to the Super Bowl. And what a perfect time, you know, the 50th. Yeah. Is this, this, 50th this will be the season? 50th year since, 50, yeah, they since won. The so Super Bowl. Two, yeah, it's 19, uh, 1970 when they uh, beat the Vikings in uh, New Orleans. So that was 1970 Super Bowl four. Yeah, how wild would that be to win another Super Bowl? I mean, I'm, I'm knocking yeah. on wood right now, but um, but yeah, that's that would be something else. Um, 
what what is happening this week in the days leading up to the game, and what's the team doing to get ready? Well, you know, I, I think they're probably. I, I don't think that they go away from the routine. If you know head coach Andy Reid, uh, he, he's very he sticks to a schedule every single week. So they're going to have their. Um, they're probably doing something today, but there's no media availability. So I think the guys came in yesterday. They may have the day off, and they'll be back on the practice field tomorrow. And we're recording on Tuesday, so. Yeah, yeah and so, okay. So, and then, um, uh, so the, on Wednesday, they'll be on the practice field to have some media availability. So we'll be able to talk to the guys. And Patrick Mahomes will speak on Wednesday, so we'll hear from him. And then, uh, I, I, so I don't think they'll do much. Uh, I'll just tell you how much of a routine that Andy, when they travel the road games, they make sure that they arrive at the same time um, uh, whatever that time zone is, they arrive like that that day before at like three o'clock in the. I can't remember if it's like three o'clock in the afternoon, but they'll land their plane at three o'clock afternoon. Get to the hotel by four. Team dinner at five. Lights out by nine o'clock. Doesn't matter where they are. They could be in England. They could be in Mexico City. They'll arrive at three o'clock the day before the game. You know, because like a lot was talked about, like you know the the Chargers going down to Mexico City or, or training. In high altitude in, in, in Colorado, in Colorado yeah. to get ready for that. And Andy, like, no, we're, we're sticking to what we do every week. And so that's how we're going to do it. So he's got a formula, whatever it is, it's working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So far, yeah. Okay. Maybe a little bit tweak just to get the Super Bowl win, but yeah. Yeah, whatever it takes. Yeah, yeah whatever it takes. We support that. Uh, Len Jennings and Karen Karnacki and our whole team here at Channel 9 are going to be covering uh, the game every step of the way, no matter how far they go. We hope it's, uh, it's to the Super Bowl. Yeah, let's hope. Miami. Miami's great that time of year in Jan- late January and early February. So <laughs> yeah, you lived yeah. in Florida for for a time. Yeah, for about so. fifteen years. So this is the time to be there. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks for listening, and go Chiefs.